0: Salam and welcome to another TMV podcast brought to you by The Muslim Vibe. As always, I'm your host, Salim Qasim. And this week... This week... Hussam is back. I'm back. So Hussam uh, has this funny thing that he does where he disappears for months on end. <laughs> and then the second I tell him we've got like a, a, an interesting guest on, he, he suddenly pipes no, no, up. No, no, no. You know what? This
1: time, they've got very good coffee. Okay. A well, new introduction. The coffee stepped and up. This, the coffee has stepped up and so I, <laughs> I hopefully will be a permanent resident of the TMV podcast. If you say
0: so, uh, I'm not holding my breath. But anyways, <laughs> what I mean, before we actually get underway with the, 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 the podcast and the guest itself, himself itself um just a a quick note to everyone so we've created a facebook group um i'll put the link in the description but it's a group where we will be kind of announcing upcoming guests where you can ask questions and also like a place to discuss things afterwards we want to kind of build a bit of a community around the podcast our listenership is growing alhamdulillah and i think more people are kind of engaging and we're getting much better guests as today is is an example of on the podcast um so hossam the highly esteemed uh over to you are you talking to yourself (laughs) referring to yourself i was referring to the guest (laughs) okay fine just making sure um do you want to do you want to introduce the guest yes
1: yes yes jump in so about uh it is actually 13 years ago i just checked just 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 to make sure it's 13 years ago that i had uh managed to get myself a laptop as a young young guy and as you explore the internet in its very early stages um I came across a video by a guy who was trying to explain the experience of a Muslim on board an airplane. And when I say it was the funniest, most realistic representation of my experience going to America, um, and that was Baba Ali. So uh, <laughs> um, me growing up, obviously we had to deal with comedians um, over here in the UK who didn't look like me, uh, Made a lot of jokes that I did not understand. He, he doesn't look like
0: you either. He looks a lot than you. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself so, so easily. He's
1: uh, he's somewhat representation of myself. <laughs> um, and and yeah, I was I was very much the the type that you know um, was into comedy at the time, and and I think uh, I basically grew up on videos that Baba Ali
0: produced, basically. So before before we allow you to jump in, actually, I just want to also say my little monologue, if, if, if I can, another one. So on this, because I, I don't know if you hear it enough, to be honest, um, but like on, on the same topic, I think exploring YouTube in the early days, um, that again, there wasn't anything that looked or felt like our experience. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it was, for me, it was like the Juma videos initially, and then the Ramadan stuff. Um, I saw these and I was like this is amazing like why has nobody done this before it's so it seems so easy but obviously it's not because you've got amazing kind of comic timing and just understanding the platform and everything else but it was it was very fresh and very new and I think for me there wasn't anything like that and I don't think there's any been there hasn't been anything like it since
1: I, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy. It's, I do want to let him speak at some point. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, you know what? You're we, right. we can we can keep doing this for the next hour. Yeah, that's true. But Maybe we should uh, we should go into it, and then uh, I'll, I'll I'll share my thoughts. Once yeah. Once yeah you that, your so,
0: intro uh, Baba Ali, salaam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam Allah wa That was uh, the longest introduction uh, ever. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you very much for, for thank you very much for putting up with the introduction <laughs> and for, uh, for 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 being here. Um, so. I guess where where did it all begin um 13 years ago where did the inspiration come from um how did you become or how did you turn from ali to baba
2: ali yeah it's interesting my kids call me baba my wife calls me ali that's where the name baba ali came from but i used that name to put on two board games i was a board game inventor way before i was a youtube personality and uh the games became quite popular and i was invited to go on a television show it was a muslim television show in new york I flew all the way down there and I got there, uh, the husband and wife team that started this station told me that they're basically using the power of film and the power of making shows to change the image, a positive image of Muslims. And then on my flight back, I started thinking to myself, I start making games to try to change things. Forget the games. Let me go to a different direction. Let me use the power of the camera, but I have no idea how to use the camera. I have no idea how to use, I have no film background, nothing. So what I did is I took all my savings, almost all of it, bought all this fancy uh, camera equipment, audio equipment, gave it to some friends who are into filmmaking and said, hey, make something. Inspire us. Make a change. Just change the image of Muslims. One month passed. Two months passed. Three months passed. I asked them, what do you have? They said, we have eight seconds of footage. And I said, can I see it? And there was a guy eating cereal and his sister walking behind him. I said, what is this? He said, this is the film. Eight seconds? Yeah, it takes a long time. This took three months? Yes. I said, give me back all my equipment. I want to pick up my equipment. Now I'm sitting in my room. I'm like, what am I going to do with all this equipment? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me go to Jummah. I go to Jummah. I sit there. I'm like, this is the same Jummah, the same chutbah. This is so boring. Where, Where are all the topics that we need to hear about? Where are the topics that no one talked about? I went back. I turned on the camera. I pressed the record button. And I just spoke my mind. I had no idea if you can watch the initial videos, the lighting is all off, the audio is messed up. I didn't care. There's no. Fa- if you watch from video number one to video number 100, there's no fancy green screen in the background. There's nothing fancy about it. It's just me sitting in a chair every single time and voicing my opinion. And I told my wife, I said, people are going to hate me when they watch these videos because I am criticizing all the stuff that we Muslims are doing wrong. Uh, to hope that we can change it Not to critique it For the sake of critiquing it But I want to change things Inshallah And I say everyone's going to
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you off But I think that's what I think for a lot of people Made it so accessible and, and fresh In terms of the fact that Back in the day There was TV And that's where you got Your entertainment from And, yeah. and you jumped on Probably at a time When kind of YouTube Was having that Exponential growth that was the first year YouTube was bought by Google. It was in 2006. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. so literally, like the most early adopter you can imagine. Um, yep. and, and we weren't yet ready to be consuming media on,
2: on the internet. And yep. so, again. The iPhone, I think, it just came out or was coming out that year. Yeah. So, people were not even wow. using their phones to watch things, they're still using their computers back then. What's, what's
0: even sadder about all of this is that a lot of the Muslim Vibe audience probably like don't remember when the iPhone came out. But we've lived yeah. through that free iPhone <laughs> and then post iPhone era. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a crazy world. But yeah, as I said, like the, the quality of, of the videos, it's almost endearing how bad the quality is, if you know what I mean. Because it, it's just it just shows the times. Yeah, you know hundred percent. I mean. Like just yeah. the, the production stuff, but the content is what stood out,
2: right? And I think for exactly, a lot of people, so that's, that's what I want doing. to do. I want to make sure I covered topics that we cared about. I said, look, we've already heard all these same topics at at Jummah over and over again. Let's talk about all the stuff no one talks about, like the extravagant Muslim weddings, culture versus Islam, how it is to be like Muslim at the airport, like as the brother said. So it's like so many different things that we go through no one talks about. So I said, let me cover these issues. I didn't know how to do it. So I said, let me go look for Muslim video bloggers. For three days, I searched for Muslim video bloggers on YouTube. I didn't find one. Then I quickly realized I think I'm the first Muslim video blogger. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. I was like, okay, I got to do something interesting. I don't want to listen to... I was trying to do the exact opposite of my local khutbas, which were like very, very long. Mm. I said, let me make him sweet to the point. Cut out all the fat. And let me just make it a little bit lighthearted and interesting. I'm not a comedian by any nature. Uh, let me just try to make it the same way I would tell my friends something. That's like interesting. And add some spice to it.
1: That's interesting. So you, you wouldn't class yourself as a comedian uh, yeah. or would you what, what would you class yourself as in terms of uh, I guess a muslim personality maybe yeah uh, Do, a comedian when, is there just to make you laugh when when, I, you, when th- you got into it what was what was your so i understand you were making videos for our community but what was the aim at that point was it just you were sharing your thoughts or was there something you were trying to build yeah i was sharing my
2: thoughts i didn't think anyone was going to watch it by the way i tell people <laughs> if i thought people were going to watch actually dress Nicer. I, and most of the shows, if you watch it, those are my sleeping clothes I'm wearing. Man. I'm wearing like, shorts and sleeping clothes. You can't see my shorts because I always waist above. But I'm, ready to, I'm literally ready to go to sleep right after the videos are done. So that's sleeping clothes. And I said, if people are watching, I would dress nicer. <laughs> that's why I'm so sleepy in my videos. And by the way, I'm so shy of making those videos. I waited for my wife and my daughter to fall asleep. I would close the door and I would make the videos. Now Crazy. upload it to YouTube and go to sleep. And Man. I wake up in the morning and realize, wow, a whole bunch of people watched it. And then <laughs> 3,000 views became 30,000 views, became 100,000 views, and became a million. Now it's like 21 million views. And if you watch the videos, they're a bit different. I mean, if you watch the first video and if you watch the last video I made, yeah, it's the mm-hmm. same guy sitting in a chair same background, basically, and it's nothing really has changed except for the content. Can I also just say, I don't think you've aged more than like two days. That's what the I was gonna say. Years.
1: <laughs> Literally. I, I
0: don't Honestly. know how you've done this. <laughs> <that Okay>. a,
2: <laughs> I feel like I aged, but uh, no, my no. energy is the same. No, my, God, my wife would tell you she has three children i'm the third so she's like you're five years old still. <laughs> so, uh, so i guess i have an asian
0: that but no you're doing something right what i wanted to kind of um also also discuss and leading on from i guess the, the beginning of of where you started and opening up the conversation a little bit more to the kind of broader muslim uh personality space let's call it as that's the term that you used yeah. um when we had our call about a week or two ago before this, we, we kind of just, it was actually, a, it was a, I, I wish we'd recorded that because that was an amazing phone call and I hope we can <laughs> kind of do it justice right now. But um, you spoke about, or I asked you a question about the direction that we've kind of gone in because yeah. I don't feel like anyone, you, you laid the, you laid the foundation for me and I don't feel like anyone really picked up the mantle and, and, and really ran with it. Do you see anyone kind of in that space? Would you see the direction that we're going in as a community online as being the right direction, positive, negative? What's your general
2: perception? Well, there's a couple of different things. Number one is like the videos are like way overproduced where it doesn't feel like it's like authentic. It feels like I'm making something to get views or to get subscribers or to get content or to become like the number one channel. And I think it's what depends what drives you. When I made my YouTube videos and something abnormal about my YouTube videos, if you watch them till today, you'll notice, yeah, 21 million views, but where are the YouTube ads? I'm one of the very few, if any Muslim people who have that many views and have no YouTube ads because my intention from the very beginning wasn't about making money. And by the way, I'm not saying anything wrong with YouTube ads at all. Hmm. I'm just saying that if, if your intention is just to do pure good and you mix it with money, it can get confusing at times. So what I try to do is I want to separate that too. And there's nothing wrong with making money, by the way. I, all my other projects make money. Just my YouTube videos, I said, these videos, I just want to make sure it's only done for, some, for just to make a positive change to, make a, to change the situation with the Muslim Ummah. So I don't mix it up with money. So that's the one aspect. The second thing I see today is because all the Muslims, uh, where the money is so, so good on YouTube... You know, I've, there's Muslims who become millionaires off of these, uh, off of videos off YouTube, right? I mm-hmm. know one specific. So it's kind of like, it, it becomes too enticing, and then you start thinking about what content am I going to do that's going to get the most views. When yeah. when you say confusing, what am I-
1: if if you mix that with money, uh, you know, the, the YouTube with money, what what, what yeah. aspect do you do you find that's negative about? It? Because I think that's a very no interesting- no. I don't think it's negative. I think your intention can sometimes change. Like, listen, I can make a video. That I don't think
2: is gonna be quite popular. Yeah. Like I made a video called uh, Fun in Fundraising, or some religious people aren't very religious. It could be stuff that I think are not gonna get too many views, but it's an important topic that needs to be discussed. Mm. So, why am I wasting all this time making this content where no one's gonna really, not that many people are gonna watch it? Yeah. Versus, hey, I can do this video, it's gonna be really funny. A lot of people are gonna watch it, I'll get a lot more money because of a lot more views. So, if yeah, you watch my, a- the YouTube channel, you'll see there's only 80,000 subscribers, mm. so the numbers don't make sense. Why do you have 80,000 subscribers but like 20 million views? Is because the videos have to be good enough that people tell others that tell others that tell others mm. rather than if I have 20 million subscribers and they all watch it just because I uploaded something, yeah, you know. So that's I, I said I have to do content that's relative, and once I don't have any more relative content, I won't be making more videos, and that's one of the main reasons you guys don't see me making YouTube videos is that I think I discussed a lot of the stuff that I needed to discuss to get out of my system. That uh, I was sitting in Joma holding (laughs) it it was it
0: was YouTube YouTube therapy then for you. Exactly.
2: I was really talking to myself and that's why when I say at the end of my videos, this is Ali reminding you just in case you forgot. Yeah. The first I'm saying steps, I'm saying it to myself because a lot of those videos i'm reminding myself before i remind anyone else
1: so just just to note on that what i was going to say at the very beginning which is which is what i think is is a good time to say now is what's crazy is is the videos that you produced 13 years ago and the way in which you produce them i think are literally the the foundation that muslim comedians today have taken driven with and built careers off and it's those very simple things mm. like that that uh catchphrase outro cuz it's crazy like when 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 Salim actually said your name to me that's literally that echoed in my eardrums. Like, <laughs> this is Ali. We just in case we forgot, like <laughs> that and your impersonations, the the, the the like the little voices you do of like the aunties and the- even
0: like haram police. That's pretty much a a, a a phrase that we all in our own little circles kind of had yeah. or knew. But you, you 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 broadcast that kind of globally. Um, and yeah, now it's like, haram police. I see Muslim comedians. Do you take credit for yeah. haram police? <laughs>
2: I did, I did start it, but I don't say anything about it. But I just, I oh, so you take I credit, but like you,
0: you, it. you dust your shoulder off every time you hear someone say, <laughs> I, I wrote that, I
2: wrote those, that. Royal, those royalties with God. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but do you think, do you think that, I, that, that came naturally to you or do you think it was the thing that you, uh, based if you watch what, the videos, it's
2: only literally, I just changed my shirt or put on a hat or nothing. There's no like this real disguise. So my only, my face changes. Yeah. And it's all based on like my experiences with different Muslims, unfortunately, in the Muslim community. So if you watch certain videos like I've seen that guy at Juma, because the one he's referring to. Even, <laughs> even though I try not to like point to anyone specific. But every one of my characters like based on like someone I've like experienced or interacted with. So it's been a it's been a quite a, been an interesting adventure. Crazy. So I want to thank all the Muslims for all the free content they've been able to provide me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But again again like just just to kind of re everything we've already said for me it's it's just being able to look at content especially the stuff about Juma, for example and yeah. look at examples of uncles and people that we know from the mosque and khatibs as well and just being like i've seen this i've lived this but you kind of in the space of four or five minutes in a video we're able to just kind of lay it out and and make it something that it was so relatable to to people from literally around the world so i mean I guess, thank you for that from like, from everyone that's consumed it growing up. All right, so
2: Allah subhanahu wa put me in the right spot at the right time. I mean, I'm not anything special. I mean, there's a hundred comedians, better, much, much funnier than me. I was just fortunate to be at the right place at the right time. And alhamdulillah, uh, just turn on the camera, and just people for whatever reason, Allah knows best how they connected with me. So I don't know. <laughs> so I well, the, the internet, I guess,
0: is a crazy place. I do want to yeah. ask, and, and and we titled the podcast, What Happened to Baba Ali? um, And and that's not like a a dig at you in any way, of course, no, but no, no, like, no. I don't think I get that question quite a bit. And, and, and what's interesting is that even when I mentioned to Hussam before he agreed to be on the pod, if I told him, oh, there's a podcast we're recording, <laughs> he'd be like, oh, I'm unavailable. But then I was like, oh, I'm recording with Baba Ali. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm down. What day is it? What time? What's, what's going on? <laughs> But but <laughs> the question he, he asked me straight away is, what happened, what happened to Baba? To yeah, like, and, and the thing is, like, I'm looking at your channel, you are still kind of producing videos here and there, you've done a lot of different things, but the the original format and, and I guess the trajectory people would have expected, and this is the other thing, I looked you up on Instagram, I couldn't find you. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't searched on Facebook or, or Twitter, but I was thinking that... It would make sense for someone with such a big kind of profile, even just on YouTube, to have the other accounts that are easily accessible, properly branded, and people can kind of connect with you and you can keep doing your thing. But you kind of haven't. And I think a lot of that yeah. feeds back into what you said earlier about how you want to make relevant content, not for the sake of the fame or the, the followers, but actually the message. Yes. And, and I'm guessing if you don't feel like you have an appropriate message or you want to say anything on those platforms, you don't. But right. what like from from I mean when was when was your peak if if, if that makes sense so if, if, on the youtube what side.
2: happened was in 2006 when this video started yeah shortly after the I kept getting invitations to come like like publicly speak mm. and I wasn't invited as a comedian because they didn't look at me as a comedian they looked at me as a youtuber yeah so I kept denying those invitations because most people didn't know I had stage fright like I was like, I can't stand in front of 10 people, let alone 200 people. Yeah. So every single person I would invite me, I would keep declining, declining until there was one sister from Northern California that would not accept no for an answer. Long story short, I ended up in front of 200 people and I was so nervous because I didn't know what to talk about. So I put all my notes on a piece of paper. And I remember my hand was shaking like this and I was like literally shaking. People <laughs> were looking at me like, what's wrong with this guy? And I I was like, and I really, subhanAllah, Allah is my witness. I could not read the words. This is how much my hands were shaking. And people saw the paper in front of me. Mm. And what I did is I grabbed the paper and I threw it. I said, this is pointless. I said, I didn't say this is pointless outside. I just, out out loud, I said, you know what? I'm not a public speaker. And they all started laughing. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? (laughs) So I kept talking and they kept laughing. I said, no, no, you guys don't understand. They kept laughing. Everything I said, they kept laughing. This happened for like 20 minutes. Uh, and then I got off the stage, and somebody walked up to me and said, "Hey, that was an amazing comedy act. Can you do it that at our event next?" I'm like, "That wasn't comedy." He's like, "He's still doing it." I'm like, "I'm not doing anything." From that day till today, I've done about 400 shows around the world. I've done audiences as large as 40,000 people. I've done Crazy. it weather it's negative 23 degree weather. I've done it in the Virgin Islands. I just came back from Bahamas in December. It's amazing how many doors have opened yeah. and how many invitations I've received, and they think I'm a comedian. And I keep telling, them, I'm not a comedian, I just talk. <laughs> and it's funny, like, my friends will come after a long period of time I was doing stand-up comedy. Like, you really doing comedy? Say, yeah, that's what they call it. Can I come and watch it? And they came and watched, like, that's how you are at home. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing so I'm like, okay. And if you watch my YouTube videos, that's me. So my friends don't really get it. Like, why are people watching this? If, if you come and hang out with Ali, he's the same way.
1: Yeah. But uh, so, so I think, to- I think clearly yeah. what what the the message you put across uh, is put across in a, in a in a humorous way, and you do it very yeah. very well. And um, and for for the moment, I I really want to ask you is on the flip side, I think, uh, what what is uh beneath the 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 humor and the comedy is messages for, for, for the Muslim yeah. communities, things that we can relate to, things that we can understand. Um, what what has that impact been? Because I think that's very interesting as well. What, what do you think?
2: You know, it's funny when you say that because a comedian will contact me and one of the most famous Muslim comedians will contact me and say, Ali, uh, I see you making videos and um, and I know you're trying to do comedy. And he said, you're trying to make a po-. These are his words exactly. You're trying to make a point, but comedy is the point. And once he just said that, I realized like I'm a very different than the typical Muslim comedian, and then when I met other Muslim comedians, uh, they were kept telling me similar things, and I realized that I'm actually like the black sheep of the Muslim comedians because my goal when I get up on stage is not just to make you laugh; mm. I'm trying to get a message across too. And I was trying to do it differently. I remember one time I contacted uh, Sheikh Yasser Ghadi. I said, "Listen." Um, about how do you do comedy with is it lying i want i'm trying to avoid lying to do stand up comedy uh, and then he said well i think his exact words were i forget the exact words but referring to like if the audience knows like you're joking then it's okay mm. so if like you say hey last week a uh, alien from outer space came and everyone knows you're making up a story right but it's it's, it's different than when you are talking to someone just face to face but nevertheless, I still try to stay away from lying completely, which is very, very abnormal. I know it sounds weird to you guys, but if, if you talk to any Muslim comedian, they'll tell you that they make up stuff yeah, just to make you laugh because they think of what's funny. And I said, what if I can do it without doing that?
1: Mm-hmm. And they're
2: like, you, you don't get it, Ali. That's not what stand-up comedy is. That you're ruining the art. Like you are saying, instead of using paintbrushes to paint, you're going to use like… I don't know, something else. You're going to use this ch- kitchen utensil to paint. Why are you doing this? Go with the normal way. So I said, let me do my comedy in a, in a truthful way. And people are like, you, it's not going to work. Well, I said, well, I have 400 shows. <laughs> it <works. laughs> but,
1: so I think, I think do I think comedy
2: if- in a straight up way and without lying. I try to stay away from making fun of ethnicities. I don't make fun of like, oh, Pakistanis. Every single time I go to shows, by the way, the organizer tells me, make fun of oh, Pakistanis in the background. Make fun of the Arabs. Make I'm like, why? I don't need to do all this stuff. Mm. Just talk, talk about the funny stuff that we all can relate to without offending people.
1: But what, what like, do you think? When you, what, kids what, come to my show
2: and the kids five years old, they don't have to put their fingers in their ears.
1: Well, what do you it think that, that five has had? Old, 100 years old. Sorry, sorry, to cut off. What, what do you think that has had as an impact to, to the audiences? Have you, what kind of feedback have you received from audiences? Well, they start, they,
2: when I actually, sometimes I mention this, I said, listen, this is, ev- so the show is now over. Thank you very much for you guys being such an amazing audience, but I just want to note something. Um, I say this quite a lot in my standup comedy at the very end. I said, we just laughed the last 20, 25 minutes. We didn't make fun of any group ethnicity. We didn't make fun of this, this, and this, we didn't make fun of Islam. And we all had a good time and we were left without any guilt. And you would see the amount of applause that would come with it. And I didn't expect the applause when I say that. I was just trying to make a note of it. So they were just mm-hmm. aware of it. But the fact that they applauding tells me that they do care about that stuff. It's not just how that the fact that we're laughing is mm-hmm. how we laugh is important. So if you watch my YouTube videos, it's like, how was this guy? What is this guy's agenda? And you realize see, this guy doesn't have an agenda. Like he's not trying to sell anything, you know, uh, later on. In my videos i would bring up the half ardine thing because i was trying to again do something to help the muslim woman in a different way but it wasn't really like hey buy my products give me a big thumbs up and that kind of stuff that stuff was never really there, my
0: agenda there's a really interesting um almost like thread that runs through everything you do and i think that's what for me is quite stand out um and and that's the the angle of i guess uh, i say angle but you know just the, the genuine integrity that you have with what you're doing and I think it's, very, it's genuinely very refreshing. I mean, Hussain has zero integrity. So, so me, <laughs> me, me being sat next wow. to him, but being able to speak to you, so it's, blow, it's, like, it's amazing. But obviously we know I'm joking, so it's okay, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I'm not joking. You guys are yeah, real I, I'm good. making me laugh the whole time. No, no, no. But um, no, <laughs> yeah. genuinely, like as I said, like coming back to our, our call the first time, like, I was so energized after we spoke. It was meant to be like a half an hour call. It went on for just over an hour, I think. So, and, oh, wow. and, and and I I just saw that there was so much um, wisdom. And I think from an early from, from like from your early days, like you've you've seemed to have almost got lucky with like having the right intention and then being able to follow through and and kind of pursue it in in that way. And then opportunities have come your way and it's just allowed you to kind of flourish and keep doing more and keep, I guess, inspiring the community and working with the community in your own way. So yeah. um, I thought from here, it, you you mentioned um, half Ardine. Uh What's the what's the story there? How did that all come about? And there was a very cute story that you told me as well about a video yeah, yeah, that I'll, you made. I so can, I'd love to hear again. Yeah, so... so I haven't heard it. Already. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So I was looking for my other half about 17 years ago. No, it was, subhanAllah, 18 years ago. I was looking for my other half. I didn't know where to find my other half. Uh, so I was like, OK, if I do find somebody, what am I going to what kind of what am I supposed to ask them? And back then, this the Internet still fairly new. And you ask friends and they say, OK, just ask if they pray, etc., etc. And I don't have religious parents by any means. Um, at that time, I don't think my parents were even Muslim. Uh, so they're no practicing any type of religion. So I can't usually I can't go to my parents. So I'm like a typical convert. Um, I can't go to my friends because they're single. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something different. So I was talking to different people. And I said I need to come up with a series of questions that don't have right or wrong answers that I can give to people that um, then I can filter out who's a good match for me and who's not. So. I met this uh, one sister. Can you give us an insight
1: on maybe a couple of those questions?
2: Yes, I can give you some insight. So I, like one of the questions would be like, um, do you think the world needs more justice or more mercy? Should we answer on three? <laughs> are you ready?
0: Go ahead. One, two, three. Justice. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That was All right. me, me and Hussam okay. are a match. What was your answer to that? <laughs> okay, so
2: if you choose justice, that yeah. means you're more fair. And if you choose mercy, that means you're more forgiving. And crazy. you may choose fair. You may be more of a fair person. But the question is, are you looking for a sister who's more just or a sister who's more forgiving? Yeah. Mm. That's actually really, so really each interesting. So have a different preference. You two may have different preferences.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, even though you guys are good friends. So I told myself, No if you ask questions that both answers seem correct, then you're going to be more likely going to get authentic answers. Mm. So I was able to filter down 17 people down to one person. Yeah. And that one person happened to live in the UK. So I flew all the way to the UK and I I didn't know where to meet her so we met at a park so it's a public place and there's a nice halal gap between us and she's sitting on the park bench I'm sitting outside the park I'm like a few like two three away and actually took out my camera after 20 minutes of speaking to her and she was like totally shocked because like, what, what are you doing with the camera? I would be this, shocked. I would be shocked too. <laughs> this is the weirdos off the internet. Okay, so um, and this is back in the days before there was phone cameras, right? So it's like a little physical camera. Like a handicap. Yeah, a handy cam. So I brought this handy cam to record the UK, not to record this conversation because I didn't know what was going to happen. But after 20 minutes of meeting her, I thought this might be the one. And she said, what are you recording this for? I said, um, if, this hap- if this works out. One day we're gonna have kids, and they're gonna ask, "How did you meet Mama?" I want to record this, and then she's like, like "What drama?" <laughs> that is line
1: of the century. Is that is that
0: cheesy? or Listen, ultimately, like the, the smoothest thing you could. I I want done? to marry you right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, you, pa- was like, you passed the Hasan test. Hasan's a hard man to please, so you're doing
2: well. So I, that was good. I took the camera and I uh, I, I recorded it, and then. I wasn't expecting to get married. I was expecting just to meet her. Hmm. Nine days later, before I left the UK, we were married. Crazy. Wow. And I didn't plan any of this stuff out. So it was like, come back, and I was like, I went to go meet her. How did it go? I, I'm married. What? <laughs> but she was the, she I've been married for night almost was 2001. So it's 18 years now, subhanAllah. No, 19, almost 19 years. It'll be 19 years this year. Wow. So, and I still, Allah is my witness, I still feel like a newlywed
1: and, have, and you, have you shown like, your kids you have you shown huh? your kids the video
2: so yes my kids <laughs> asked the question how did you meet mama i took out the dvd <gasps> that's crazy he's got, imagine he's got that he, is you, crazy. you cut together you
0: told me that you cut together like a feature length film
2: yes yeah, so i made a featured film out of it it's a two-hour film that is with like everything from like talking to the wally to the be- behind the scenes what, what was i thinking when i just met her yesterday Man. all kinds of stuff to the that's actual Waleema, uh, to the. Web- the car that we didn't plan all the drama that happened to get married in nine days, all that stuff is filmed into a movie. Now, when I gave this to my wife, you know what she said? Okay, I'll watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, you know how I stay humble? My wife. Yeah. If I told my wife we made a million dollars yesterday, she's like, okay, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> so it's all, no matter what success I have, it yeah. makes no you know, like difference in my relationship with my wife. Mm. No matter how famous YouTube became or how all that kind of stuff, to her, I'm still the guy who chain, helps her change the diapers and takes out the trash and et cetera, et cetera. But for and your, I haven't for changed kids. my friends because my friends will tell you that Ali is exactly the same, like not even one ounce difference. Because for me, all that stuff, it doesn't really make – since I didn't do it for the fame, I didn't do it for the popularity, I didn't do it for all that kind of stuff, It was, it's not really my personality type. I'm very different when it comes to – I guess a typical muslim when it comes to business when it comes to how you like interact become a convert And I, I didn't I wasn't born in this religion So I had to be intellectually convinced of it And when I was intellectually convinced my behavior changed with it. Mm, if that makes, makes
1: sense? sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure I think that's that's a really you know, what's crazy is I think you a lot of the the things you've done with youtube and this very very cute example of <laughs> this feature length film that you, I'm sure your your kids will would love to watch, you know. I think it's uh it's a testament that with the right intention you can do really, really great things and uh I think I'm gonna start using my phone to film some interactions with my missus as well. That's crazy. That, that's one way to see the deal though. I'll give you that it's quite, quite an innovative uh, strategy. Yeah.
0: So so then 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 I, I think you mentioned that the the evolution of this whole thing became you helping a friend with getting married yeah. um, yeah. and, and then kind of formulating the kind of methodology for half our Dean. And in fact, you, yeah. you got in touch with us off the back of, and by the way, this is the most surreal email I've ever received in my life, just because I've like watched you growing up, but you, someone had sent you the episode that we did with uh, Huda at the beginning of the uh-huh. year. And she was talking about, uh, we were talking about swipe dating apps and she's got her own, kind of methodology which is more the kind of uh, they take someone on a journey they, they, they take someone to kind of coach them a little bit and they introduce them to potential other people in their kind of roster of um, people also looking and yeah. and and when you described half our dean it was like a, a a third way that I didn't know existed um, yeah. which, I, which I found very interesting So I guess very briefly um, How did that all come together And what are, what are some of, I mean I wanted to approach it Obviously understanding the model But then also from like a business perspective um, okay. How you've approached it and, and what the struggles have been Because I think probably something we don't do enough of On the podcast is actually talk about like Entrepreneurship and the struggle there Because it's a very yeah. real struggle and, and I think Islam very much encourages uh, un- Entrepreneurialism If that's a word Think I think is a, entrepreneurship is a, better is a bit better. Yeah, yeah. That actually means yeah. It shows what we went. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. it's an Islamic concept, and and I think like Alhamdulillah, I'm blessed that I'm surrounded by very successful entrepreneurs <laughs> like Hassan. Likewise, <laughs> you're very you can tell you can tell I'm joking again. once again. <laughs> um, so guys. We're, we're lucky to kind of be in this kind of environment. Genuinely, though, in our office, there's a lot of people that all kind of work. We all work together, but also separately on our own businesses and everything else. Um, yeah. And and it's very nice, but that's that struggle we all kind of get to share. And, and again, you kind of shared some of that stuff with me as well. Um, yeah. so over to you, like what's the next, the next chapter in the, the Baba Ali story.
1: And also possibly where, where, what happened from the earlier videos? Cause I think I think at some point in your YouTube, uh, YouTube life, the, 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 the content I, began I, I to think change. I can answer both of your questions at the same time. Yeah, oh, exactly.
2: What happened yeah, yeah. was when, when as i previously mentioned when i before my when i got inspired to do these youtube videos it was because i made some successful game yeah and alhamdulillah from there on i did make a few games that were sold worldwide and they were sold out alhamdulillah so each year i was interested in doing something unique and different so if it was from a board game web from building a board game to building a matchmaking website to building a personality test to do to work on children's shows to work on like now films it was always something new and different to do. I, my whole goal wasn't to be like a board game designer or to be running a basketball program for the youth or to run this. My whole goal was to see how many different angles can I help Muslims because some people are athletic, some people are into games, some people are into, need to get married. There's all these different things that the Muslim Ummah needs and I don't see enough services providing for them. So let me help them in different ways. Some of them were like YouTube videos. People just need to see I just like short reminders and like the stuff I needed. And it wasn't getting in during Juma. So every time I found a like a vacuum, I try to fill it. So that was basically my goal. So sometimes like my first game, I said, listen, it costs like $18,000 to make a game. I didn't know it was this expensive to make a board game, but you, there's a minimum order. So I went around to some friends and they're like, hey, uh, I said, check out my game. Do you like it? And they'd say, oh, this is amazing. I said, you want to be an investor? I said, Sure. So six other invest the six first six people I asked they all decided to jump in, crazy. And uh, we all became investors. I need, to, I need to meet some of your friends. Yeah, can <laughs> we set that up afterwards? Like, so uh... it was actually, so each of them, I said, "Look, what's the? We're going to sell you a share of the company. Each share is a thousand dollars. There's eighteen shares. By ask how many shares you want to buy. One person will buy one share. Some people will buy three shares. I personally bought five. Another person bought three. So each person bought a different amount of shares with total all six of us. I think six or seven of us, we bought uh, 18 shares. With those $18,000, we made the game. The game was made, produced, sold. And then they made a 22% return, if I'm not mistaken. 22 or 23% return. It's just really, really good. It's better than That's the haram money that you get from it. <laughs> so they got their money back. And uh, the first, the next, we made so much money between me and my wife. We're like, we were able to produce the second game. On our own, without investors, and we made we sold more in one month than we did an entire year with the other game. Even wow. though the first game was successful too, Whoa. then became like the matchmaking website. So the matchmaking website, you know, it was like I want to do something different. So um, I said, let me see if I can do something free for the Muslim ummah again, like my YouTube videos. So I I put my own money. I, I owned that was, was very little money, by the way. It was a I found a Romanian programmer online. He said I can make a matchmaking website for you. It's a basic template that all these websites are using anyways. it costs you about $1,500, and we can build it. He built it for me. And I said, listen, I want, I want to make the website free so the Muslims can all like enjoy it. And he said, sure. We're ready to launch, by the way. I need some fake profiles. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? He's like, well, fake pictures of attractive people that are on the website. And i say, I don't think you understand. I, I figured that you saw half my dean or... It's the name of the website is for a matchmaking website. Uh, it's more Muslim. I can't deceive people to make money off of them. And it's like, well, uh, I don't know what that means, but I'll tell you something else. I tell you something 100%. If you don't give me fake profiles, your website is going to lo- lose every single penny you invest in this website. And guess what? He was right. I didn't give him the fake profiles and every single penny I lost in this business venture went down the drain. No one would join a website with nobody on it. So I that I lost everything, and uh, and but I didn't feel anything bad about it. I said, you know what? If you sacrifice something for the sake of Allah, Allah replaces with something better. So um, it's a win-win situation. Years passed, and one of my friends, close friends, he wanted to who could invest in the board game. Say, hey Ali, I didn't have any money back then. Would you like? I want to do something together with you. What type of businesses do you still have? And ideas I have many, and then the idea of the half ardeen came up. I said, I like that. Let's help people get married. I said, great. Uh, but again, if we're going to do this, just like my board games, we want to do something completely different than what every other matchmaking website is doing out there. Otherwise, what's the point of making another matchmaking website that does the exact same thing as everybody else is doing? What were there, what we doing?
1: Were, were there any what, sorry to cut off? Were there any other failures other than the fact that uh, you felt like there wasn't a kickstart of fake profiles that you felt the earlier platform didn't work.
2: I, I felt that the Muslims were taking the dating structure and uh, trying to implement it for people looking to get married. Mm-hmm. So if you look at like a dating website back then, uh, this is before this is like the second two thousand one, two thousand five, two thousand six era. This is where that you look at height, your weight, your eye color, your hair yes. color, your ethnicity, and it's your religious questions. Do you eat halal meat? Do you read Quran? Do you pray? Usually that's the three questions they ask you. And that's how they verify if, how, if you're religious or not. And that was it. So based on that and a picture, I'm supposed to figure out which one person I'm supposed to marry. That looks like something designed for dating. And dating is a three-hour relationship. Dinner and a movie. I'm looking to spend someone, the rest of my life with. my The mother of my children. The the person who I'm going to grow old with. I, I can't f- just... It's not a drop-down <laughs> pick five things and marries. it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Ask any married... Laugh at the idea. So I said, uh, This is not going to work. Let me, let me do something completely different. And uh, so I pitched to my partner. I said, First, thing, we're going to do something completely revolutionary. We're going to make the website private. it's like, What? I said, Yeah, private. Uh, no one can see who's on the website unless they actually join the website. Well, no one's going to join. I said, Well, they'll join for the fact that it's private. So because <laughs> Muslims don't want everyone to know they're looking to get married. Okay, what else are we are going to do different? And then all these different features came. Like we added the ability to see someone's personality. You can see what they're attracted to. Most importantly, and this is something I don't see any personality test doing, even non-Muslims, by the way, even non-Muslim matchmaking websites don't do this, showing you what you can tolerate. Uh, most of our youth, when they get married, they don't have a problem finding someone they're attracted to. They have a problem of analyzing if I can tolerate this person or not. So you marry someone you're attracted to and two years later, you get divorced. Like what happened? I have one point five billion Muslims you can choose. You chose him or her. And then you think this is also two years later. I can't I resent this person. This is the last person in the world I can stay married to. What happened? You realize that the person you're attracted to, you can't tolerate. Mm -hmm. And this is the same reason why somebody who can marry this person after you and can be happily married years later. Same reason why you look at a friend, you're like, I have no idea what they see in each other. I don't know how that relationship works, but those two are happy because they can tolerate each other. So what if you can do a test to realize who you can tolerate and who you can't tolerate? The same way we can see whose uh, personality we're we're attracted to. See, all we're doing right now on these swiping apps or on matchmaking websites is see what we're attracted to. Hmm. We don't see the other side of it, where the auntie matchmaking really helped with our parents and their parents. Uh, they basically saw. Look, my daughter has a bad temper. I need a very patient husband. Uh, my son is like this. He needs a wife like this. They saw your your weaknesses that come with you too, not just your strengths. So that's, that that's, was
1: like that's inspiring and that's too. crazy. I think I think that's uh, that's revolutionary. I would say. Uh,
0: it, it's... It, honestly,
1: honestly, like, I think... Hossam uh, is genuinely
0: a very hard man <laughs> to impress. By the way, Am I trying to sell you guys? This? No, no, you're not. You you're, not, not, him, you you not you're not no, at all. You're not at all, but... you got to understand. Hang on, wait Let me explain to him. So listen, you you, you haven't met Hassan. Hassan is the most negative, sceptical person I've ever met I'm, my I'm life. Cynical. <laughs> not I'm cynical. cynical. You're cynical. You're a horrible, mean person. <laughs> um, for, for, for him to call what you've just said revolutionary is, is monumental.
1: No, honestly, honestly. No, 100%, because... As as a young man myself who obviously has been trying to get married and that kind of thing, and alhamdulillah it's all worked out. And I think the it's very interesting. Have you just dropped an engagement announcement. No, right? no, no, engagement announcement. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> been there done that. Let's
0: move so on. <laughs> on. Just, so <laughs> but literally exactly, exactly. the the, oh, okay. the
1: interesting thing is that um there are so many more so many platforms out there right now. And I honestly believe that the the what you've just mentioned is the reason that I feel uh or have seen why lots of marriages don't work out a lot of people end up in these short-term relationships um whether whether that's muslims or non-muslims is 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 based on that that single fact which is they they're attracted to someone but they don't know whether they can tolerate them and the platforms available to us don't uh don't make a thing of trying to educate they each other.
0: facilitate that process, right? Hundred
1: percent. Hundred. See, he says things in a much more eloquent way than I oh, do. Thank you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> thank you for taking that and <laughs> simplifying because I was I was babbling. But, but again,
0: no. But but genuinely, again, like it, it it all feeds back to this like thread that I spoke about earlier that runs through everything you do. Like you, I've I've heard and I mentioned to you on our call. I've heard. People that are very instrumental in, in, in online or like in, you know, these these marriage platforms, not going to name any names, but basically uh, alluding to the fact that people who use their platform have to be weird or that there's got to be something wrong with you to use my, you know, my, my website. And I'm just like that, like, you know, you're not you're approaching individuals as a commodity, like you're building a business around this fine, you're making money. I don't have an issue with people making money around what yeah. they do. But like even with with us when we created the muslim vibe we made it a not-for-profit because we wanted it to all be about reinvesting back into the content and about actually trying to create a social change with the platform that we have and it's okay for staff to be on salaries it's okay for people to make money but ultimately we wanted our driver to always be the work and 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 the change that we want to bring about and i'm seeing the same with everything you're describing that's why i think we had such a great call the last time and i'm hoping this has also been a good conversation well, Sam's I think so is we'll wait till the end
1: of the conversation tonight. sorry I'll wait till the end of the conversation okay mean. then you can pass judgment <laughs> um
0: but but no ge- genuinely like I think that's it's awesome and like you you also mentioned um stuff along the lines of uh when you have events yeah the volunteers are not they're paid like you don't yes. you don't believe in people doing things for free
2: um uh, yeah we have we to have a no volunteer policy at half Hardeen. Uh, we tell everyone that we don't, anyone who helps Hafardeen, deen, even in the slightest way, yeah. uh, has to be paid. That is, we a, have a, that okay. is a world,
0: is that's a world Muslim Muslims first, you realize that. Muslims and, uh, thrive on volunteerism.
2: I, I mean, no, it's, it's part we of We're actually nature. against it. We won't even accept your volunteer work. Uh, hey, bro, I'm just going to do I'm, I'm a complete volunteer. I don't I have a different thing. I'm benefiting from this. Uh, sorry, we won't accept it. And we will actually reject you. and we will take someone else that will get take the money.
0: Yeah.
2: And we've done that, by the way. So someone's offered to do something and we was like, no, thanks. What? Yeah. The fact that you're volunteering and you won't accept the money. Yeah, we will we, we take someone else unless you like to accept the money. And we don't like undercut you to pay you. Um, so when you come, for example, for those who come to our live events, you'll notice that there will be multiple volunteers helping. And the volunteers that are helping are not like running the actual event. They are basically helping us like putting the pencils on the putting the pencils down, uh, making sure that they understand what activity we're doing, if they have any questions at the table. And they're each assigned like one or two tables maximum, right? They don't have to be in charge of 10 tables. Yeah. So they don't have that much work. And we pay them uh, for about a four-hour event or a five-hour event. We pay them. Sometimes they're four hours, sometimes they're five hours. We pay about $150 per person. Crazy. So that's about $30 per person for just doing simple work. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. this is, we're not trying to squeeze Muslims. And I think this is very good money for, for the amount of and uh, level work that they're doing. And they yeah. usually tell me this is really fun. Like they're watching people like doing activities and doing fun stuff. So we, we, we feed them too so we make sure that they're taken care of uh, so uh, there's
0: also something i i don't know I, I didn't ask you if you wanted to discuss this but i, I thought yeah. it was significant and i'll do it on your behalf if not but even Never. you mentioned the kind of people that you um you you, you get to work at, on your project you're, you're yes. looking and, and you're kind of seeking out individuals that need kind of part-time work or need to be able to work from home need the flexibility yeah. <laughs> most um, of
2: these people who work for us actually are sisters yeah uh, most of the sisters that work for us are like mothers who have children at home yeah you know a lot of brothers who have are it's easier for brothers to get jobs especially yeah. if you're a single guy it's n- almost no problem uh if you're a guy who's married it's still easier because you don't have children to take care of mm-hmm. but if you're a mother and you have like a toddler or you have a young child and you're at home how many different options do you have especially if you're a practicing sister who wears hijab and with all the stuff that's going on in the world today it's not that easy and it's, it's, it's a lot more I and mean, by the time you put your child in daycare. And we'll have a job that you can be able to get. So we, what we do is we have like a honor system we have with the people who work with us. If they tell us they work 10 hours, if they tell us they work 100 hours, we're just doing it based on trust. It's crazy. And we make sure things are done right. And we make sure that they're happy. Um, I, I don't put anyone in the position to do some type of work that they're like, oh, I don't like doing this type of job. I don't want them to do it for the sake of doing it. I want them to enjoy it. The right. second thing I do is everyone has a voice. My normal day job where i worked... And I remember no voice whatsoever. And no matter what you see wrong with the system, it, your voices matter because the person has a higher salary than you is making decisions even though those decisions are wrong. Mm. So I listen to each person who works for Half Ardeen and their decisions are oftentimes implemented. So Ali, I don't think we should be doing this. All right, tell me why. And if it makes sense, we will do what, you, what you're saying. Not me because I'm the guy who runs the show here. Mm. By the way, I'm not just the only person who runs Half Ardeen. I have a partner who works Half with me we he handles one side of it i handle the other side of it he's not a kind of person who wants to be in the public guy so he's like i'll let you take the public guy let me get this work done <laughs> so like, oh.
1: and how, how how has it been as a as a platform how how has it been the growth of it
2: itself has so this again is something strange you don't hear from things we have our own we have our it's not perfect it has its own challenges like for example we we have weaknesses of half our like um We don't have as many members as other websites. We have about 2,000, around 2,000, but we call only active members. Mm. I think it's a bit deceiving from other websites. We have a million members. How many are actually using the website? Oh, we don't know about that. That's why you go into the website and, like, you search and search and search and search. It's like all these people have never logged in for, like, five years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This guy has – he's married with two children right now. So what's the point of having his profile? It's much easier filtering down to the people who are actually actively using the website rather than – all the people who have free profiles on it yeah a um, couple 100%. one more thing that's unique about half our is we have a marriage uh free marriage person to help you marriage coach which we call it so as soon as you join half our within 24 hours someone contacts you and says hey i'm your marriage coach it's a real person and this is absolutely free so a lot of the stuff you see on the site is free mm. and this is the same as you said the thread that you follow if you follow my youtube videos and like. Other you have all these views. You're not capitalizing on it. Other you have all these people on half our You have no ads on the website. There's about 10 million page views per year and we've had it for almost 10 years and you have no ads. No. Do you sell them stuff? No. What you have 395,000 likes on Facebook. Do you do like paid? No, we don't. Everything's and, free.
1: And is your, is your personality, personality test integrated as part of yes. that platform?
2: It's free as part of that platform as well. And the charge that we charge for half our din is only like seven bucks, seven dollars a month if you pay annually. Yeah. And so it's it's not expensive. It's cheaper than the price of a sandwich. So can we charge more? Yes, we can. But that comes down to the question of how we Muslims do business. Mm. You know, I think the issue I have a lot of times when it comes to Muslim businesses is we overcharge our customers and we underpay our employees. Therefore, okay. no one wants to work with Muslims, including myself. I'm the first person to say that. I don't want to work with Muslims. In fact, if someone tells me, hey, like someone told me the other day, I have an advertising agency, marketing agency that wants to to connect you with. Um, uh, and oh, By the way, they're happy not to be Muslim. I hope that's not a problem. That's not only a, not a problem. It's per, <laughs> that's actually a, that's per, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been burned by Muslims so many times yeah. that I'd rather work with non-Muslims. And This is an unfortunate Haven't reflection why are you looking at me (laughs) let me tell you you know you talked about uh, now we're
0: here let's talk about this hussam yeah the the way that he charges the muslim vibe when he does freelance work is no i'm joking (laughs) we're all good we're all good here sorry No, no, no. yeah he's getting personal
1: (laughs) there i was about to
0: no um i I, again like i wanted to discuss and, and we've obviously been talking about it but like the the the, the business side of things i think is what really fascinates me in terms of like how you've shaped things and your outlook and as i said like it, it, it's just a continuation from everything you've
1: done um and it's- you're a maverick I, I will i will stand out and say that you know what i'm i he's right i don't compliment often but in thinking about it in terms of the comedy and in terms of the platform that you've created um you're definitely a maverick and you're ahead of the curve and and I think uh, it's very commendable because I think it's, and I definitely think you the uh, the platform you've got the personality test, which by the way I think shouldn't just be for people looking to get married. That should go out to couples as well. I feel like that'd be really really good uh, marriage counseling personality <laughs> test. You know what I mean? So um, maybe something in the future, inshallah. Yeah, but I was sure. thinking like
2: post marriage is something we can do inshallah. Hundred percent. I think
1: so. that's that's a that's a very overlooked um, nowadays as well. But definitely, I think it's very commendable. I think. Um, uh, Definitely something that the TMV audiences could definitely benefit from engaging. And
0: it's it's also something that, as I said, like coming back to the kind of title of the podcast, you've done a lot of the stuff that you've done relatively under the radar, despite the fact that you are a a Muslim personality, so to speak, you're a recognizable name and face, but you haven't thrown that at the front of everything that you've done. And and I encourage you actually on the call to like use your own personality and your own persona as a lot of the kind of uh marketing and you, you can be at the at the forefront of it um and yeah. I, know, I know you're working on like an advert right now which you're you're in yes. and that's the first time you're doing something advertising yeah. half our with your face and i think that's crazy um the <laughs> fact that you haven't capitalized on it sooner but i also understand now exactly no i get it now i understand uh, having heard from you more like why you wouldn't do this
2: but, this no, is but there's nothing need... wrong with it by the way it's just that the first no the i know but you
0: no, but you need you need someone like me to push you and tell you you're, you're an idiot for not doing this just jump <laughs> in and do it literally just, you know what i mean you, yeah. your intention is good you're clean everything's fine now just do it make the most of it like capitalize yeah, inshallah. Um, yeah, inshallah. because ultimately what you're doing is you're driving everything you're using your own um profile to do good you're yeah. channeling that towards like a positive platform it's not like you're selling people like moldy oranges or anything like that you're actually yeah. you're actually giving them i guess an opportunity to, to create a lasting relationship that's gonna inshallah you know stand the test of time mm. um yeah. and and so like yeah i mean credit to you for for kind of maintaining
2: so, the attitude that you've had all this time i, I just want to make a note for all the listeners and the viewers yeah. out there inshallah is that If you do decide to go this angle, don't ever think that one penny of your risk will be lowered. In fact, your risk may be even increased. Mm. So a lot of people who told me, hey, you didn't capitalize on your YouTube videos, you lost a lot of money. Well, guess what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened doors that I didn't even imagine, and I got all these funds, way more than I probably got anything from YouTube, just from the stand-up comedy that I got. And if the stand-up comedy led to this other thing, that led to another thing, that led to another thing, and all these different doors opened up other doors, that opened up other doors. So, you'll never lose one penny because, oh, because like, I'll give you an example. One brother contacted me and said, Ali, it's interesting how you help Muslims who, um, and you're not benefiting from that deal. Like, you're like someone needs advice, he wants to start a business, and you're not just helping him because, oh, there's something in for you. You really want to help, genuinely help this person. Yeah. And you think, oh, wasted this time. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors for you that you may not even realize opportunities 100%. for you that you may not realize. I mean, just you two relationship, just building this. Sometimes you ask people, how did you guys meet? Mm. Oh, I met because of this, this, and this is interesting situation that you guys became friends, and those friends became to TMV, and the situation became et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Same thing with a husband and wife. Mm. How did you guys meet? It's not just a normal way. Sometimes it's be, oh, my so-and-so knew somebody else, and knew somebody else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made those doors open, and this rizq that came from you that di- you never... You can't even put a price tag on for finding the most perfect person to be a husband and wife, inshallah. So I would never think that you guys are losing a penny by doing something that's good and it's going to help others. And your your risk is still going to come; it'll come in a different way. Hundred percent.
0: I, like I, as in, I, I think that's probably the best place to end. Um, okay. I'm, I'm I'm genuinely grateful and, and and that we got this chance to have this conversation. And and I'm also very happy. You know when they like. When they say that you when you meet your role model sometimes you're let down i I don't see you as a role model in the sense that I don't aspire to do anything that you do because I would do a very bad job of it, but just you're someone that i've I've looked up to in terms of the content that you produce and the way that you do things and you haven't let me down on the, on the side of us having a conversation you guys give me way too much credit guys no I'll no just no be- no honestly <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna put your number on in the description everyone can give you a call and see it for themselves <laughs> um yeah if, with your permission we'll do that no problem um yeah, contact ali he's, he's the real deal business no, advice call this thank- guy it is for free but thank you thank you so much for for kind of um opening up, sharing your, your kind of experience of and your journey and everything else. Um, Hossam, any closing thoughts? You called him a, a revolutionary and a maverick. I have. Do we want to top off the, the occasion with one further adjective? No, no, that's too okay. m- that's <laughs> not, that's <laughs> enough, a, enough. Two two is enough, two two is enough. <laughs> we're, we're going to push the Well, no, definitely, I
1: think, I think, um, you're, you're a lot of credit, um, to you for, for the work you've done and, um, me growing up, it was definitely, uh, amazing stuff to watch on youtube and for people like me definitely um good representation on, on youtube and and with the platform that you've got now i think it's really good stuff so and bring yeah. it back is is there potential for baba ali making a return? the only challenge is time if it,
0: yeah. the, the fact that these videos took so much time to do the thing is you're, I not, you're not aging so you can pretend
2: like uh, <laughs> 100% you can just carry the, the forgotten <laughs> videos I, I did make some videos just a year or so ago, but I didn't really like publicly announce it. Yeah. So if you guys go back to the UMA Films video channel, you'll notice that if you go back and do some searches from the videos, you'll see that there's four videos. One was actually talking about why is it so hard to get married? So that yeah. was my experience of talking <laughs> with all these single people, one really? was about, fun, about fundraising, one about bringing children to the masjid. I'm actually no the five year old in the masjid. So I, I, I'm also <laughs> the uncle in the masjid too. So that's an interesting, interesting conversation. I literally act like a five year old and jumps to a, an old uncle, then a five year old, then an old uncle. So it's raising kids in the masjid. Uh, <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun stuff. Like, and who put the fun in fun? What happened to the fun in fundraising? It's about seeing all those fundraising events. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. where's the fundraiser for the fundraiser? So I like all the stuff that people are thinking about. I made like four more videos because. The four more topics came in my head that says I need to discuss it. So as time comes around and things come up, I shall, I'll i make videos. But I, look, well, the, the one thing I would say is that
0: your work definitely isn't done considering the fact that your videos, so I just watched back some of the originals and they're still yeah. as relevant they're today. They're still as funny. They're still funny, but they're still relevant, which means that the work needs to continue. Um, th- there's there's a long way to go. So, so I mean, keep it up and, and keep in touch. And, and I'd, I'm excited to see what you kind of do next
2: inshallah By the way, just a quick note, there'll be this sometime this year, hopefully by this summer, there'll be a film coming out called Super Hijabi. It's written by Bona Muhammad and it's nice. a Muslim comedy. Crazy. It's actually I was sold by the script. Yeah. By far one of the most funniest script I've seen any Muslim write so far. I said, dude, I'd love to be part of this. Crazy. And uh I went all the way down to Canada, I said. Whatever you need me to do, I want, I love to be part of this, and it's it's really 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 funny, man. I mean, uh, it's coming out this year, inshallah. What's it so, called? Uh, I, sure. Super hijabi. Super hijabi. Super hijabi. Super hijabi. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very we'll much. Look out for it. Uh, all right, inshallah. Salam
0: so, All right. So Hasan, thank you very much for coming back on the podcast. <laughs> You're I mean, you've already given some very glowing reviews on. Uh, I don't this I was so I nice
1: huh? today. I was too nice. You were too nice. I think I was too nice. You called him a maverick, I and a did. revolutionary. I did, and then you, you like tried you, to make me give him a third compliment. Yeah, because you, you're you're willing two, to like you're willing to like call Malcolm X not
0: a revolutionary because he like wow. I don't know one time drank Starbucks or something. <laughs> this is, but this is your level <laughs> right? So. Um, but no, I, I think like as as I as I said, and this is what I I wanted you to be on the podcast as well, just to prove to you that there are real people
1: out there. Wow, <laughs> that you might actually wow. um, enjoy speaking to. Yeah, you know what? You surprised me. I'm I'm a very cynical person. You are. And I'm hard. To cynical say. is
0: the nicest word I would use to describe you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but no g- genuinely I, I
0: think like talking about um, especially half-hearted from like a business perspective. Yeah. Um I love the ethos there from like an entrepreneurial perspective. 100%. Like that's that's the way that I think Muslims need to be doing business especially yeah. if you're going to enter the Muslim business space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to no, provide it's not a even service Muslim business space. No, true. what I mean is no I agree like generally this is how we should do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially if yeah. you're providing a service to Muslims. 100%. Um, so yeah, uh, any, any? Are you gonna be back on the podcast? Um, we'll see. We've got a few is, more coming up this week. Yeah, this if holding. the coffee's
1: still this good, then yeah. uh, I'll come in for it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So happy to have you. No, <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> no. Nah, nah, honestly, I think Baba Ali is uh, definitely something so. That's that's the new benchmark now. That's new. If that's you can new bring Baba someone, Ali or above, like on it, you know what? Yeah, I think. It's so true. If you look at all the comedians now, especially the Muslim ones, mm. <clears throat> they all seem to be following that uh, that same comedic style. Yeah. that he kind of implemented. You know, I realise we ad- don't
0: need our headphones right now.
1: Oh, there's like a there's a lag, oh, God. and I'm like, I'm, I, you, I, I got hear- a headache. <laughs> I can <could> hear myself. <laughs> I can hear myself talking.
0: Yeah, okay. So let's just put them down. Yeah.
1: Um, so literally, like, I feel like all of these Muslim. Even even the concept of doing the bedroom videos, mm. like I think I think we need to be very clear of how crazy that is. That this guy thirteen years ago, yeah. um, started started this kind of thing, and then now like maybe in the last two three years. But but who's
0: like I genuinely don't feel like anyone's managed to match it. Uh,
1: I think there, I think there are good guys doing good things. Don't no, no,
0: there are, but in terms of like for the time, is in, in contextually speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is definitely a, revolutionary. And, and and the comedy, oh, it's revolutionary, yeah. yeah. Jeez, okay. Um well thank you, yeah, It's not fake compliments, you know? Like, I don't give, doesn't do fake, fake compliments. compliments at all. <laughs> he he came on the <laughs> podcast generally because he was disgusted by my ability honestly, to, to host honestly. the podcast. Literally,
1: like you just you just You just throw compliments because someone's giving you the time of day to be on your (laughs) podcast like that's not how it works
0: wow on that note um thank you everyone for 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 listening uh as i mentioned in the beginning we've got a podcast group now on facebook we might do a what i forget WhatsApp group. that's weird um podcast group on facebook we might change the name i don't know if you're in when i mentioned it last time no i wasn't we're gonna call it Shifting narratives—I forget the name sometimes. What Shifting do you think? Narratives. Shifting narratives—that's
1: so authentic and so—I've—I've um, n- I've never heard that phrase be used before. No,
0: it's just—it's just, it's just being mean. <laughs> um, well, thank you for listening to the TMV podcast, which is still called. Um, it might change. It might not. I don't know. We're still trying to sound it out. It's so good, Sam obviously good. hates it. No, no, it's good. It's good. Really, I
1: like it. The TV Podcast?
0: No, I mean Shifting Narratives. Oh,
1: Shifting Narratives. We'll discuss this off air. We need to do something. Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, be sure to subscribe. We, I think, Endeavor, and we will at least for the next couple of weeks slash months, because we've got quite a few recordings lined up. But we try and drop a new episode every Sunday at 7 a.m. Don't do that stuff.
1: I'm, I'm a podcast listener, and every podcaster that says, oh every Sunday yeah, something GMT like you're going to get that one episode where he's like oh sorry we didn't make it last week I so, don't I don't do that though just there was no happen. episode there was no episode don't commit don't commit to a time just okay. just let it be what it was
0: Sunday 7am we'll see everybody else Assam, you can see yourself <laughs> out thank you very much it's been another TMV podcast um, see you soon yeah bye Jesus Christ man you're just insufferable <laughs>